Last time, on Taverns and Caverns, Katanko finally made it to the town of Riverhall. Thank the gods. I was beginning to think that they chickened out on the mission to, you know, break into the brewery. But before meeting with myself, aka the amazing Camaros, and Stalwart to go over the quote-unquote plans, they found themselves in a tavern known as the Grumpy Hornet. Who the hell named that place? I kind of like it though. Thank the gods I wasn't there, because I can only imagine what kind of shenanigans they got themselves into. Jeez, let's just hope they didn't make any more enemies. That's the last thing we need while attempting to Metal Gear the hell out of this brewery, if you know what I mean. Episode 50, Fortress of Brews, Part 2. Welcome back to another episode of Taverns of Caverns, everyone. This is your Dungeon Master, Haphazard DM. And last time, Kat and Co. discussed plenty of information once they arrived at the city of Riverhall. They found themselves at a tavern known as the Grumpy Hornet, which they spoke with a half-orc who attempted to sell them counterfeit golden tickets to get into the Arcane Delight Brewery. However, the party was able to figure out that he was attempting to scam them, in which they found the Goliath Bouncer, who name I will not speak of because he is never coming back. Uh, the Goliath Bouncer kicked the half-orc out, and during their conversation, they were met with Stalwart, the Revenant, who took the party back to a house on the eastern side of Riverhall to speak with Camros about the plan into breaking into the Arcane Delights Brewery. So where we left off, the party is getting ready to sneak into the brewery. So let's go ahead and start there. Uh, the party you all gathered and decided to choose two parties this first party which is cameros yaito ediar damien nomu and isundra you'll be sneaking into the building and rogar yatari elroy and stalwart actually be on the outside of the building to create distractions and basically be plan b if shit hits the fan but all right so the party has split up and you find yourselves walking towards the Arcane Delights Brewery. It's about 9 o'clock, 9.30 p.m. It's night out. The moon is out. It's fairly dark out other than some of the street lights. But as you make yourselves close or find yourselves closer to the brewery, Camros leads all of you towards the back end of it. And as he had mentioned, the back end of the brewery leads to its filtration system and the sewage system, which spits out water back into the Iris River. But as he also mentioned, there is this 20-foot-tall uh, stone wall that encompasses all around the brewery, keeping people out of it. So as you guys get closer to the outer walls, Camros, he's, he's hidden. He keeps you all hidden behind some bushes and trees as he's staring at the wall. The wall is about 30 feet from you, 35 feet. And he's just, okay, okay. Everyone stop. Let's make sure that the patrol doesn't spot us now. I don't see the patrol right now, but usually they make their rounds around here. If Stalwart and Rogar and all of them are doing their jobs, they're going to keep them busy long enough. But let's give them a few seconds to see if anyone's coming. And Camrose, at, from behind the bushes, he's looking around. I'm not seeing anything. Wait a minute. It's, uh, there should be a signal here fairly soon from Stalwart. And a couple of seconds go by, and as you're all waiting... You can hear basically some sounds as if it was like a siren of some kind. 
and some screaming off in the distance. And Camrose quickly looks at the party. Well, there we have it. That's our cue. Let's get going. Let's go, 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 go. And you see Camrose, he begins, he begins to charge towards the wall. And as you guys make your way towards the wall against a 20-foot tall stone wall, it's probably about 10 feet or so uh, thick. It's a very thick wall. She's not want anyone getting through it. But he quickly pulls out the scroll that Averis provided him. And as he opens up the scroll, he holds up against the wall and he begins to speak some words that Averis told him to speak out. And you hear him mention a few words in Elvish. And as he does so, the scroll begins to glow and it lightens up as a portal slowly shifts into the wall. And he looks back at the four of you as, as well as Yaito. All right, now we don't have a lot of time. Get through there. Go, go, go. Yaito steps through along with everyone else. And as you guys step through this portal, it's as, it's as seamless as, as just walking through a, a doorway. You don't find anything weird about it. As soon as you step through it, you find yourselves on the opposite side of the wall. And when you all step into the portal, uh, Canvas comes in behind you guys. And after a couple of seconds, the portal vanishes as if it was never there. You're now inside the outer walls of the brewery. Now go ahead and make me perception checks, everyone, while you're stepping into the inner area of the brewery. All right. We have uh, Isunjo with a 12, Num with a 21, Damien with a 16, and AR with a 15. All right. So I'll go ahead and say all of you basically notice all of this with all the roles you all have. As you guys step into the inner walls of the, the brewery, you're on the back end of it. You can see there are large pipes coming out of the brewery from the back end. The brewery itself, again, it's about eight stories tall. It's made out of all stone and concrete. But the pipes of steel themselves are coming out of the back end of the brewery. And it's all pouring wastewater into this giant filtration system that is basically filtering all the waste and pushing it back into the Iris River. So from what it looks like, from your understanding, uh, Vanya is not dumping wastewater back into the Iris River. She's actually filtrating it and making sure it's clean water going into the river. So from the general look of it right away, at least she has some kind of filtration system. So it's the environmentalist, like the druid and stuff, won't get pissed about it. But uh, you also see several pipes and uh, leading into a large like tunnel where the wastewater is pouring out of. Think of a giant sewage tunnel. It's massive. It's about 20 feet wide, 20 feet tall. It's where the main source of waste is pouring out of this tunnel system, which leads into the filtration system. But you all can see on the left-hand side of the giant hole that's within that, that tunnel where the water is coming out, there is a steel door. And Canvas points up at that steel door. There! We want to get into that tunnel system. There! That's where we have to go. And as you're all looking around, you can see that there are several lights that are attached to the walls on the outside of the brewery. They're not torches. They look like light bulbs. So it's a bit more steampunkish, I would say. The technology here in, in the brewery is slightly different than what you're used to on the outsides, where a lot of the outside world is based off old like fantasy magic, right? Where as she being, because Vanya is an artificer, she's able to imbue her magic into uh, technology. So she has a lot of 
just, I mean, quote unquote, modern looking technology all around the brewery. It's a bit different. Many of you might not be too used to it. It might be new to you unless you have encountered artificers before. Artificers are not very common, so it'd be rare to come into contact with one. So some of this technology might seem extremely new to some of you. It would definitely be new to Asunda. She wouldn't know what the light bulb is. <laughs> um, but as you're there, you don't notice any guards. The back end of the brewery is pretty barren. It's just a bunch of machinery in the filtration system. But that door, cameras, he quickly books it towards that door to the left side of that tunnel with the water pouring out. And he quickly grabs onto the handle. All right, now we have to get in here. Quick, quick, quick. But before we go in there, once we enter this tunnel, I don't know what to expect. So prepare yourselves. Are we ready to, to do battle with any of these crazy golems or anyone that stands in our way? Are we ready now? Any questions before we bust this door in? Uh, I'm scared. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> it's all right. It's not like we're busting into the Shinra building and Genova herself. It feels like we up. are. <laughs> Nomu, do you want me to give you spider climb? Again? I was on my own. What? What did he say? I can hear you now. What did you say? I can climb walls on my own. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> Like the same as spider climb? I have a climb speed of 20. Oh. With my claws. Interesting. Why the fuck did you let me give you spider climb that one time then? You threw it on me. <laughs> Damn, he was quick. He said, you threw it on me, bitch. But you can leave your hands free. So you can be like, you know, like, you can just walk on walls and shit. Oh, you gain climbing speed equal to your walking speed. Okay, I give you spider climb. I just touch you again. No more, be a spider. Hey, fine. He starts climbing the walls. He's gonna <laughs> when you open the door, he's gonna be climbing in into into the ceiling. See? Okay. Safe. All right. So and as quiet. You, as you all rush the steel door, Camros is at front, and he he t- puts his hand on the the uh, the knob, the doorknob, and he begins to jiggle it slightly and it's locked and he goes, I should have known better. Stand back, everyone. Give me some space. And he pulls out some lock picking tools. He kneels down and he begins to try and pick the lock. I'm an expert at this. I got this. Uh, And also, like I said, if there are any golems in here, I need you all to know that the golems, he looks up at Isundra and Ediar, Andy Ito actually, they all have some depending on the type of golems they are. They have resistances to magic, so keep that in mind. Now, Averis mentioned they're all technically weaker than the common golem that a wizard could create because there's so many of them. Uh, Think of them as minor golems, but remember, they will have slight resistances to your magics, so keep that in mind before we go in there. Uh, Let's see, give me another second or two, and as he's picking the lock, he's finally able to pick it, and you hear like a a click. He goes, ah, there we go. All right, let's do this, gang. Oh, this is exciting, isn't it? Sneaking into a giant brewery. I'll tell you what, if there's any gold or treasure we find along the way, <laughs> I'm going to keep some of it if you'd like to share it with me. Are you not scared? I'm very scared. No, I actually get excited with missions like this. Do you like death? No, I don't like death. I just, I don't know. I've, I, I don't used- know. 
I associate people talking as much as you're talking right now with anxiety and nerves. That's true. Nerves. Are you anxious? No, I'm not anxious. I just talk a lot all the time. And it kind of reminds me of this favorite book I once read, Metal Gear Solid. I feel like I'm Solid Snake. It's exciting. I did a perception roll. Does he seem anxious? <laughs> That'd be an insight. Whatever. Okay, hold on. I okay, I did an solid. insight roll. <laughs> So you uh, rolled a 15 on your insight. You're looking down at uh, Camaros. Uh, I mean, you kind of feel like he's somewhat anxious. You see maybe a drop or two of sweat, but nothing, nothing. It's not like the half work that was sweating. I just don't want him leading us into a trap. You know what I'm saying? No, no. He's not nearly as anxious as the half work. Now, I mean, he understands that Vanya herself is a powerful artificer. I mean, she can go toe-to-toe with possibly a virus. So, like, this is not an enemy that's to be taken lightly. So, I mean, he might be somewhat nervous, but he's not at the point where he's going to, like, blow the mission. Like, he's not at that point where he's like, fuck this, I'm out. All right. Um, But you hear the door click, and he slowly pulls the door knob and he goes all right let me take a peek in here i want to make sure that there is no workers in here remember avirus did say from time to time workers will be in the sewage system making sure it's running properly and as he slowly begins to peek into the door the water that's the wastewater that's coming through the giant sewage tunnel i mean it's 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 like a waterfall coming down into the uh a stream that leads into the filtration system it's very loud the water here is noisy so anything you guys do, it's going to be very difficult for anyone outside of this tunnel to hear because the water is just so loud. There's just a giant stream of it continuously flowing. Um, but he peeks into the doorway and as he peeks in, ah, good thing we didn't just kick the door down. I see someone at the very end of the tunnel at a desk. Looks like it might be one of the workers doing a checkup or something down here. All right, he looks at the rest of you. Look, he doesn't know we're here. I don't see any golems or anything, though. Just him, which is kind of fishy. Uh, there's a tunnel. There's a, a platform we can walk on straight ahead. And then there are a couple of, of bridges, like platforms leading to another platform. And the center is where the water is. I would definitely attempt or do your best to fall in this water. It could be disgusting for all we know. It could be both sewage water and parts of the chemicals that they use in the brewery. So do your best not to fall and you might stink really badly or get sick. I don't know. But that guy, as soon as we open this door, he's going to notice us possibly. We cannot let him escape and warn the others. From what I can see, there are stairs on the opposite side of the of this stream on another platform leading up. I'm assuming that's the only way up. So anyone that has ranged, I would use it to try and knock that guy up. Understood? Understood. All right. Mm -hmm. Again, we cannot have anyone warn anyone about our presence. So we have to be swift and as fast as a tabaxi. Isn't that right, Nomu? Hey, you know me too well. That's right. I would if if I'm your hip. All right, then. This is where we roll initiative. So go ahead and select your character and go ahead and roll initiative for me. All right. And I'm going to go ahead and do one for actually, uh, I'll just have Camros and Yaito go at the same time. 
I should go ahead and equip my equipment now, shouldn't I? Yeah, I'll, I'll allow you to do that right now if you want to do that. Does it make a bunch of noise? I mean, I could cast silence. <laughs> Probably you should. You cast silence right outside the door, 20 foot radius. Oh, it's like a loud as shit, like clunking <laughs> on the ground. All right, there's the uh, turn order. But you guys have the first round to yourselves because they don't know you're here. So the first round will skip any enemies' turns or anything like that. So, uh, Eddie, are you casted silence then in the area so they can't hear you step in? Yeah. So, uh, basically just outside the door, so the opening of the door is also silent. Okay, perfect. Just know you can't cast any spells that need verbal components. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, at least outside the door. All right, so it's at, a 20 foot radius. So. Oh, okay. So for real quick, the bottom right of the map, you can see that little metal piece right here that's vertical. That is the door. So go ahead and place yourselves however you want information before we start this battle. We're at it again. Sorry. It's on the right side, right behind Yaito, right here. You see like that small steel vertical yeah. bar? That's the door. All right. So if everyone is in place, let's go ahead and start this. You all find yourselves quickly sneaking in. Camaros, despite you putting that silence on the uh, effect near you, he's still going to slowly open the door. And he points at the individual that's at the desk. Uh, their back is to you, so they're not quite aware of you just yet. But let's go ahead and start the turn order. Sundra's first, and then uh, enemies, but enemies not going to go this round. And then Camaros and Yaito, Ediar, and then Damien's last. So, Sundra, as you're all oh, stepping in. Myself on there. Nope. Oh, wait, what did you roll, Nomu? 20. All right. You probably didn't. You probably forgot to click on your. Uh... It says I clicked on it. Let's see. I mean, on your your actual yeah. character on the map. Yeah, I clicked on the character on the map and hit initiate. Oh, that's, okay. That's weird. I'll add you. So Nomu then is after Isundra. We see it. Yep. All right. Cool. All right. So Isundra, you have the first the first turn of this uh, round. What are you doing as you step in? You all can see it is indeed like a sewage system. There's a long platform ahead of you. And to the right of you, there's two separate like platform bridges that reach across the stream or the, the stream of sewage water onto another long platform. And the platform to the far right past or over the water, there are stairs at the very um, right side of the tunnel leading up. But you can see there's archways above the bridges that go to the other platform in the sewage itself where the stream is you can see in the distance to the far back near this individual and his desk to the right of him there is basically water fountain or waterfalls of water just pouring down into the sewage from up above and it's a stream that's continuously moving this is not a stagnant stream it's continuously moving the water in here is loud as well so the guy's even at a more disadvantage of hearing you guys sneak in and there are some water wheels kind of churning as well in this in the stream and you also notice a couple of ladders coming out from the stream it seems like the ladders are there for safety if someone wants to fall in or anything like that but the stream is continuously moving so it's very dangerous to try not to fall in but uh Isundra, what are you doing this guy's got his back to you as you can see in the distance he looks like a medium-sized guy just he looks like he's wearing a lab coat of some kind he's, he's working on something at the table he's sitting down can't we just leave him alone I mean, you can, but he might warn people. So at, you at least want to try and possibly 
knock him out knock him out or something i mean you don't have to kill him mm. but the i mean him warning somebody would basically blow the whole mission fine i'm gonna use shatter on him then okay so asundra is casting shatter all right so uh, he has to make a dc save on that e con yeah all right what does he have to make Con saving throw. The creature takes 3d8 thunder damage on a fail. Da, da, da. Yeah. Yes. So what uh, on your spell page, the top right, it'll tell you what your spell save DC is. Uh, 16. Okay. So I failed it. I rolled terrible. Okay. So, so he'll take thunder damage, which it, you can make it non-lethal. Yeah, I just want to shatter in his brain, you know? All right. So the, it's going to hit. So, oh my God. For 19 thunder damage. All right. So at 19 thunder damage, you cast a shatter right next to this worker. He looks like just a standard human. Nothing too fancy about him in lab kill. But as your spell goes off, he hears it and his brain begins to ring loudly. And he just screams. Because he is taken off guard. And for 19 damage, he quickly turns around. And he's holding onto his ears in pain and he sees the group or the party. And, Imagine what and a bad day at work. Yeah, he's just, you caught him off guard. He's like, what the fuck? He's in pain, holding his head. I mean, he's not going to die by it. But as he sees you, he just like gasps <gasps> and he drops to his knees. And as he drops to his knees, he just points at all of you. Intruders. And he just drops the ground unconscious. Put his tongue out so he can't tell him who we look oh like. Oh my god! No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Jeez, I'm just kidding. Jesus Christ! <laughs> All right, so uh, we're not done with the, with the turn order though. But this guy, this worker, this with the lab coat, he just drops to the floor unconscious. He's just a normal dude, so he doesn't have a lot of HP. Think of like Elroy HP. Damn. So he, he's unconscious. Uh, Isundar, do you do anything else as he drops to the ground? He points at you and he he kind of just, you know, says intruders, but he, he's unconscious. What else are you doing before Nomu's turn? Um, I'm just going to back it up a little bit. Okay. That's it. All right, Nomu, what are you doing? He's on the ceiling. Dancing. Oh, that, that, oh that's right. Did you climb those? How high up am I here? So the tunnel itself, it's about 20 feet uh, out on the outside. The tunnel is about, you know, 25 feet, 20 feet wide. The tunnel height-wise inside, it's a pretty large tunnel. So it probably stands up, I'd say, at about, you know, about 20 feet as well. Uh, maybe I should just climb down. Come down then. Excuse me? No, you don't. what if people show up? Be a spider. Live your life. All right, fine. I'll stay on the ceiling. I just climb over here. We gotta do something about that guard though. If he wakes up. Wait, which guard? Oh, this guy. If he wakes right. up, we we, we, we got to do. tie him up. I told you, cut his tongue out. I'm not doing that. Camera as well. <laughs> Cameras might. <laughs> That's my turn then. All right, so you Actually, just... I'm a, I'm a climb. Yeah, there we go. That looks a little better. All right, Nomu, as as you're walking through you're on the ceiling or are you climbing the ceiling okay they can't see him so as you're crawling through uh you're able to get closer to the guard or not the guard of the worker he's still unconscious all right yaito is going to step a little bit forward as well he's just going to kind of sneak along 
trying to stay away from the sewage. Uh, we're going to do one full round. Eddie R., what are you doing? That guy's basically unconscious, right? Yes. I'm just going to, let's see, how far can I go? Let's go ahead up here. Okay. All right. And are you doing anything else? Or are you just walking up? Uh, I'm just walking up for now. All right. Damien is now your turn before we end. Or Camros goes with the guy, too. Camros is walking up as well. And Damien, what are you doing? Hmm. Oh, Chad is not. I'm staying in between my homies. Okay. So as you all scared. begin yeah. to, to walk down the platform closer to where the unconscious worker is, everyone make perception checks. Oh, okay. Isundra. All right. So everyone's going to notice something except Isundra. Isundra rolled an eight total, 13 for Namu, 13 for Ediar, and 16 for Damien. Um, Isundra, you're, you're kind of focused on that worker. You don't want him to get back up as you're walking closer. But the rest of you, as you all make your way further into this tunnel, um, you begin to notice some movement in the cracks and the crevices of the stone floors, as well as some movement in the water. That's niche. It's not just like the, the water stream itself, but you begin to see like bubbles beginning to form in the center of the stream or the sewage. And as you notice this, you begin to see like clay begin to form through the cracks of the flooring and in the water. And eventually this clay begins to cling to one another. And what happens is clay golems begin to appear all around you. And as the clay golems begin to form, they're large size. So they're much bigger than all of you combined. These large size golems are all made out of clay, but they have these muddy like arms and bodies and faces. And uh, they all begin to look your way. They're, they're eyeless, but they have like, they do have faces, just no eyes, but they have some mouths. And as they open their mouths, they all begin to point towards the party. And you can hear, you hear one kind of just mumble, Intruder, as mud begins to drop from its mouth as it speaks out. So let me go ahead and place them on the map. Do you see them? Yes. Oh, they're gross. All right. So these clay golems begin to form. And as they begin to form, Camaros is just like, ah, those are the minor clay golems I was talking about. Golems, golems, clay nonetheless, but they're still golems. Oh, God. All right. We're going to have to kill these things. They're, they're dumb. They can't think. They, all they know is to, to, to kill and defend. So uh, I hope you guys are prepared. And as this goes on, uh, Isundra, it is now your turn. You're aware that there are four clay golems that just appeared. One is in the sewage water slowly coming up. Two of them are across the platform or the bridges leading to the other platform that leads to the stairs. And one forms right in front of you all where that worker passed out. Now, you remember Kanros did say that the golems are not intelligent. They, they don't warn other people of your presence. They're only basically programmed to defend or attack any intruders the worker himself is the one that would warn anyone so you don't have to worry about them warning anyone else you just have to get through them to get upstairs it's so, like we've uh, beaten flesh golems before 
Yep. I mean, it's you, different. Yeah, flesh golem. Well, yeah, Kono had a flesh golem. These are clay golems. So they're, they're minor clay golems. They're not full, only because uh, creating a full clay golem takes a lot. So they're a bunch of minor ones here. So they're not as strong as a normal clay golem because there's many of them. But Isundra, you see this, you see these golems begin to form. What are you doing? Um, I guess I'll just Eldritch Blast them, right? Like, okay. That's like the big meme. It's kind of what we're expecting at this point. Right. Well, I was trying to use Psionic Blast, but it's a 30 foot cone. So I'm not sure. Like, I feel like I'm going to hit No Moo. Maybe not here. If you cast it from there, you won't hit No Moo. But if I try to hit both of them, this will hit no moo, right? Yes, yes. Like if I'm trying he's to angle myself. Oh, he's on the ceiling. Does that? Oh, count? yeah, he's on the ceiling. How how tall is that spell? It doesn't say. It just says thirty feet. Okay, it would not hit him then. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. So that means if I cast Psionic Blast, you unleash a destructive wave of mental power in a thirty foot cone. Each creature in the area must make a deck saving throw. On a failed save, a target takes 5d8 force damage and is pushed 20 feet directly away. Okay. And is, and is knocked prone. All right, so force damage. So let me make a, you said dex saves? Yeah. All right, so we'll do the one that's next to you on the platform first, and then we'll do the one that's in the water. Okay, someone save so, me, though, when this thing comes after me. <laughs> so the one, the one next to you on the platform fails, and the one in the water, it fails as well. Okay, so... They're going to take 5d8 force damage. Okay. Very nice. How do I roll on here again? Hold on. Never mind. Uh, boo. 15. Huh? You got 15? Yeah. Okay. I just rolled in Google. Oh, okay. So both of the clay golems, as they're forming, you soon to quickly casts her, her spell and does 15 damage to both of them. You see parts of the mud or the clay, I should say, on both of these golems, like basically get forced, knocked off of it as the clay slowly begins to reform itself. But you did do 15 damage to each. Do you do yeah. anything else? It, pu it pushes them 20 feet directly away from me as well and knocks them prone. Okay, one moment. Let me go ahead and write this down. 15 damage. And you said 20 feet? Mm-hmm. So this one can only go so far. This one gets the one in the in the sewage water gets pushed back and it hits one of the um, wheels. Wheels, the water wheels, and you can see as it slams into the water wheel. I'll go ahead and roll a d6 for bludgeoning damage. It takes an additional six damage as it gets slammed into the water wheel. The one on this side, it gets thrown back on top of that worker into the crate. It doesn't do extra damage, but they're both technically prone at this point. All right. That's it for Sundra then? Yeah. All right. Nomu, you see Sundra knock two of them back with her magic. What are you doing? You see these clay golems. They're just staring at all of you, getting ready to attack. Well, if this one is knocked prone, I'm going to climb over top of them and come down with the sword. All yeah. right. I'm going to come down like fucking Link in Smash Brothers. <laughs> so you'll have advantage on your attack then. Yep. So he's just going to drop down Link style. He's going to down A with the righteous greatsword. Okay. 
for uh, not a natural, but a 20 total. That will hit the clay golem that's prone on the platform. And he's going to do that righteous damage. Um, <laughs> is it, wait, it's nighttime, right? It's nighttime. So it's norm, normal damage at night. Yeah, I get the... I gotta get the custom dice roll here. Uh, TD6 plus four. That is. One second. Plus four. There we go. Roll it. All right, for 13 damage. Nice. You come down with the righteous greatsword slashing into the clay golem. Um, and as you do so, you notice that your sword, as you. Uh, slash into it because it's a magical sword you're able to cut through the clay and the clay is not able to reform itself and make me a perception check oh you got it all right a 13 perception you notice your magical blade cuts into the clay golem and as i mentioned that clay separates from wherever you hit it and it doesn't reconnect you have a feeling that if it was a normal weapon that was not magical it might not do any damage to it but you were able to hit it with your magical blade for 13 or for uh, yeah, 13 damage. It's not yeah. down, but it just looks up at you as the clay tries to reform itself and it tilts its head at you and you just hear gurgling. He uh, lifts the blade up for an extra attack. Okay. Look at this. I have to re-roll that one. Yeah, you got to... Uh, oh, sorry. Got to re-roll the... Uh, to hit. There we go. Yeah. I rolled the wrong one. All right, so you roll a 10. Unfortunately, with advantage, you roll two 10s. That's not going to hit it. Damn, how are you going to roll the same thing? That's fucked oh, up. No. He relays the message uh, to them. It seems to be weak to magic. Mm-hmm. Well, it would be weak to magical. Oh, magical weapons. weapons would harm it. Normal weapons, like normal steel weapons with no magic tied to it, would not. So Like not, a silvered weapon? Yeah, so non, non-magical non weapons are not going to do any damage to them, from what you can see. Magic itself, they have slight resistance to, but a magical weapon can hurt the golem. I'll just relay that. Yeah. <laughs> I say all that. <laughs> okay. All right, so it is now their turn. The golem that is under Nomu tries to reform itself, and as it does, so it takes both of its large arms and it tries to smash you goal, uh, with two slam attacks, kind of like the Hulk clapping its hands together. Nomu, are you ready? Yep. The first is going to... Oh, my God. Never mind. That went to the floor. Let me roll the other die. The first is going to be a 21. Oh. Second is going to be a 15. Does that hit you? A parry. Okay, so the first slam attack is going to hit you, and it's going to deal... Roll my damage here. It's going to deal you... That is... Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. That is 19 points of damage. The clay golem... Fight her up the wall! Get out of there! (laughs) You're not. Yes, sir. That's all his HP, man. Oh, too much. <laughs> the, the clay goal not slammed into the water wheel. It's going to use half its movements to unprone itself, and it's slowly going to crawl towards you. It can't move very far because its movement is very small at the moment because you knocked it prone. The other clay golems across from the other platform. The one that's across the first bridge, across from Eddie R and Damien, it's going to walk slowly closer to you all. But you can see it raises both of its arms 
and it begins to shoot clay at you, Eddie and Damien. Damien, one chunk of clay comes at you, one chunk of clay comes at Eddie R. Damien, I rolled an 18. Does that hit you? Uh, yes. All right. And then I rolled a 19. Does that hit Eddie R? No. All right. So, Eddie R, you're able to block the clay that gets shot at you. But, uh, Damien, you'll be taking some damage from the shot of the clay. So, you'll be taking, let's see here, five points of bludgeoning damage. But I need you to make me a deck saving throw. Damien, as this clay hits you, it begins to spread all around your body, trying to slow you down. You're able to make your save, so you're able to shake the clay off of you. The other, the fourth golem slowly begins to crawl across the other bridge, and as it does so, the closest one to it is Nomu, unfortunately, and it flings clay at Nomu for two pieces of clay. As it flings at Nomu, I rolled an 18. Does that hit you? Oh, I rolled two 18s. Do those hit you? Yeah, it hits. Okay. So you'll take a total of five plus eight. So 13 points of bludgeoning damage. Oh. And I need you to make a deck save. Right. Damn. Oh, yeah. 15. So you saved. You're perfectly fine. You find the clay kind of falls off of you. You're able to shake it off. But you take that, that 13 bludgeoning damage. It is now Yaito's turn. And Yaito looks down at to his right across the bridge that collects to the other platform. That clay golem is slowly crawling towards you all there. So he is going to quickly cast a spell, and he's going to use his uh, firebolt cantrip. Uh, let's see here. And that is going to miss, but he has two now. So cast again, and that's going to miss, unfortunately. A 10 and an 8. Jesus. Um, that won't hit. Camros, on the other hand, he's going to quickly make his way towards Nomu because he sees Nomu is in trouble. <laughs> his hip. And he quickly hugs the wall to his left into the shadows. He comes around towards the clay golem that's under Nomu and he takes out his daggers. Nomu, I got you, my good old pal. I am your hip after all. And he comes swinging with his rapier and his dagger and both were able to hit. So he gets a sneak attack. And he deals a total of, let's go roll this. Um, Canvas comes down with a total of 18 points of damage to the clay golem that's under Nomu. And as he does so, you see Camros's rapier begins to glow slightly with magic as it harms the clay. The clay golem's not dead, but it's pretty hurt. Ediard is now your turn. What are you doing? Uh, where to go? Where to go? Ediard contemplates. Then decides to run up towards the clay golem on the first here. bridge. Okay, first bridge, and I feel like if flick wounds would do damage. I, I mean, that's, that's something you'll have to test. <laughs> so instead, I'm just going to use sacred flame, uh, which is a deck saving throw. Okay, so let me make a deck save. At the beat and uh, fifteen. Fifteen. I failed it, so go ahead and. 2d8. Okay. And this is uh, radiant damage? Uh, yeah, radiant. Okay. Or, let's make sure. Yep, radiance. Okay. All right, so for 14 radiant damage, you see your radiant spell uh, 
bursts into the chest of this clay golem and much of the clay gets thrown back and onto the floor and it does not recombine itself to the body and you just see this hole in the chest of the clay golem but it looks down at ediar and it begins to raise both of its arms attempting to grab you on its next turn anything else from you ediar uh nothing else from me all right that is now damien's turn damien you see ediar to uh, behind you charge the right side across the stream onto the first bridge attempting to fight this other clay golem but there is a golem still in the water that's close to you next to the water wheel what are you doing hmm well i'm gonna go after the one edr is attacking just so i can get sneak attack damage because i'm a piece of shit um, <laughs> so i'm gonna run up and strike it with my short sword of flames kiss in an attempt to get some fire damage all right Cool. So your short sort of flames kiss with an advantage will deal damage with an 18. So you'll deal eight uh, piercing damage with your short sword and four fire damage for a total of 12 damage. You do know that because Nomu shouted out, your dagger is not magical, I don't think. So it wouldn't do any damage to this clay. Mm -mm. So you're able to do 12 total points of damage. You find your rapier piercing, or I mean your short sword piercing the clay golem as it bursts into flame you can see parts of the clay burn up and fall off of the body and it just all right and you get sneak attack damage did you roll that as well oh i forgot yeah don't roll don't forget your i mean that was attack. the whole reason i went over there to be a piece of shit <laughs> <laughs> for an additional eight points of damage for your sneak attack nice all right perfect um and as a bonus action Wait. i'm gonna use i was saying so if you stay next to me I can impose disadvantage on at least one attack from this position. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was going to disengage, but... because I mean, as long as you just got to stay next to me, that's all. So as long as you stay within one square of me, you're good. Okay, fine. And I'll use um, help to give Asundra a uh, advantage on her next attack. Okay, great. All right, it is now Asundra's turn. Asundra, you see the party is split up. You better protect me, Eddie I was going to say, like, you could, you could go back, like, one square and I could still help you, but... Whatever, Mike Hunt, I'm on your ass. <laughs> <laughs> what is Isundra doing? Um, how is Nomu? Is he fucked up still? He hasn't been healed. <laughs> you just say he's getting clobbered. You can right, make a I'm medicine gonna... roll to see how hurt he is if you want. Well, I mean, uh, I can't Nomu's heal hurt. him, so it doesn't matter. I just was trying to decide what I wanted to attack. Um... We're going to go for an Eldritch Blast on the one that is that Nomu and Camaros are fighting. Okay. Eldritch okay. Blast is able to hit, and yeah, 15 hits. Uh, you have two beams, though, unless you want to attack with your second beam or attack a different one. Oh, yeah. So, but I have to roll to hit for both. Yeah, for both. Yeah, each has to roll. So you hit with both. Nice. So for a total of... 9 plus 13 damage. Okay. So you shoot your Eldritch Blast, and you see that the Eldritch Blast hits the clay golem on the ground, um, blasting off giant chunks of clay, and you see one of the arms falls off and is not able to reattach itself to that clay golem. Can we be level 11? I get three beams at level 11. <laughs> Same. I get four at 17. Let's do that. 
Hey, let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sure. If you want to fight gods. <laughs> uh, only if Nomu gets more HP. <laughs> only if I can reroll Warlock. Pack <laughs> do you do anything else, Asuna, with bonus action? Um, no, I think I'm chill. Okay. But you are able to knock off one arm from the clay golem under Nomu, so now it cannot do a multi-attack on them. You can only swing one because it only has one arm now. Good stuff. So Nomu, you, you're still on top of this this clay golem. It's really hurt. What are you doing? Uh, can you actually hear me? Yes. Yeah. There's like a. I can hear some white noise though. Can anyone hear that? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what it is though. Fuck. Give me one second. I think the gain's too loud. Well, uh, I had to go back to the mic then. All right. What was that? It was uh, a standalone mic. All right. I, guess I, I can use this. Uh, standard procedure. Remember, you still have you have a advantage on it because it's still prone. It did not attempt to get up. So. All right. All right. So that first attack will hit with a twenty-three. Hiya! All right, for sixteen points of damage, and the very nice. So for 16 points of damage, you're able to cut into it with your magical greatsword, and you see you almost cut off the other arm. It's it's hanging off barely. He's gonna just gonna bring it back up and bring it back down. Did it roll? Did it. All right, and that's gonna hit for 27 as well. So go ahead and do your second amount of damage there. Waza! For 11 points of damage, how do you slay this minor clay golem? He just brings the greatsword up and then stabs right into his head. Okay, as you stab into the head, your greatsword basically makes the head explode, and that clay golem just drops all around you in wet clay, like mud. It is destroyed. Nice. All right, do you move anywhere, or? Um, I will be moving. Uh, give me one second. He's going to go towards this general area here, and he's going to hold his ground. All right. So with that is now the clay golem's turn. We'll go ahead and start with the golem that's in front of Ediar and Damien. That golem looking down at you, it takes both of its arms and it swings down at both of you with its massive arms. We'll go with Ediar first. Ediar, I rolled a total of a 25. That will hit. Okay, and for uh, Damien, you say it gets a disadvantage? Yep. Okay, I'm going to go twice. All right, and then... Oh, good thing I got the disadvantage. I rolled a total of 11 on the disadvantage. So, Damien, you're able to avoid. However, Ediar, you do take damage. Wow, you kept your word. Ediar, you. you find the large clay golem's arm comes down at you, and it deals 16 points of bludgeoning damage. <gasps> <laughs> Meanwhile, the clay golem that's currently in the water, it slowly makes its way around the water wheel towards the ladder that's leading towards Asundra. And as it's looking at Asundra, it, it's large enough to stand tall. It doesn't have to climb the ladder, but it slowly like crawls its way against that, the ledge of the platform. And as it looks at Asundra, it flings both of its arms towards her and shoots out clay missiles. All right. As I mentioned, the clay golem in the water swings at Isundra throwing two clay attacks at her, and I rolled a, I rolled a, what was it, an 18, I think, and I think a 21. What's your AC, Isundra? Uh, 16. Okay, so they both will hit you, Isundra. Mm. Wait, no, they won't. Hold on, hold your horses. I can use 
what is it called? Misty Step. What's that do? You can vanish in a puff of mist in response to harm. When you take damage, you can use your reaction turn. You can use your reaction to turn invisible and teleport up to 60 feet to an unoccupied space. You remain invisible until the start of your next turn. Oh, that's fucking sick. I didn't know his reaction. Okay. For Misty Step. Damn. All right. So since two things tried to attack me, or it was just one guy tried to attack me twice, right? One guy tried to attack you twice. Yeah. Um, so if I use Misty Step, it basically disengages that. I don't, it doesn't say you still take damage. It just, well, it says when you take damage. So do I take the first yeah, hit and then teleport? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it says when you take damage. So you'll take damage, okay. but then you'll teleport. So the first one will hit you and then you teleport away. And I'll just say the second one won't hit you. Yeah. All right. So what damage is it? The first one is going to be 10 points of damage. Nice. Okay. And then you find yourself. And then I can go teleport up to 60 feet. So where do I want to go? Do I want to get the fuck out? I can get the fuck out. <laughs> I can go I can go anywhere I want. Damn, I can go straight to the stairs. Bye, bitches. I wish I you would. I never I won't do that. Down. <laughs> I could go on the other side, but then I feel like I'm putting myself in a position to get attacked again. Uh, I'm gonna do it. All right. Remember, they're not inte- they're not intellectual, so if they're currently fighting someone, they'll probably be stuck on them. Poof. I'm here. All right. So as soon as sixty feet herself teleporting across, you see a puff of mist, and I'm gone. And you're all like, "Holy shit! I've never seen her do that before because she forgot that she has that attack." Holy crap! What just happened? And then she just shows up over here. Meanwhile, on the uh, other side. Yeah. So Asundra shows up on the other platform across the sewage water stream, and as she reappears, you see uh, Yaito. He's pointing at Asundra, and he's doing the the Leonardo DiCaprio meme pointing at her. Wait, I know Jeez. that spell. That is spell I do. That is good. You learned from Yaito. Wait, does Yaito do that? Has he done that? He can. He has Misty Step. Oh, really? Oh, I got it for my patron. It's just like an extra thing. Yeah, he has Misty. He has the spell Misty Step. Trying to take that credit. Hey, <laughs> I, mean, I don't think I've ever seen him do it. Has he done it before? He's done, well, remember, he, he did it uh, a while back. It's been a long time, but he doesn't oh. do it very often. I must have watched it and been like, I should learn that. And then when I turned six level, I learned it and totally forgot about it. Yeah, look right there. He has Misty Step. Right oh, only 30 feet. Trash. Yeah. I learned it better. <laughs> <laughs> he used it when uh, Elroy threw Damien's uh, alcohol down the canyon. Mm. Yeah, I was just about to mention that too. <laughs> you have a different version of his. Let's mm-hmm. just say that. All right. So... Um, with that, then, the last clay golem, the third one, uh, that's on the second bridge near Nomu. It Nomu, just you need to get the fuck out. Up to Nomu with both of its massive arms. Nomu is the closest enemy to it, so it's going to swing both arms at Nomu. Nomu, the first hit is a 17. Oh, that just hits. Second hit is only a 9. Okay. So the first one will deal... Oh boy, let me fold the calculator. Uh, 12 points of damage. Oh, <laughs> the clay golem uh, swings one of its arms and it knocks Nomu to the side, doing bludgeoning damage. And it just looks down at Nomu and just uh, I told you, uh, climb up the wall. You don't listen. I fell down from the wall. <laughs> Yaito is going to rush forward, seeing that 
there are two clay golems next to Nomu surrounding him almost. And Camrose, he's going to step forward and he's going to shoot two firebolts again, or two firebirds as always. And he shoots two of them and he deals for the two. Oh, he hits with both. And he's able to deal, whoops, whoops, 10 points of fire damage total. And he's attacking the one that's next to Nomu in the water still that's climbing out for 10 points of fire damage. And with that, Camros looks over and he looks down at the unconscious worker. And as, as he's standing right next to it, he kicks the unconscious worker in the face, making sure that he stays unconscious. <laughs> and he just, he rushes towards Damn, how unnecessary. With his rapier and dagger, he goes, oh, no, I got your back yet again, my friend. And he swings his rapier or he pierces and that will hit. And his dagger also hits as well. And he gets his sneak attack damage of 3d6. So that is going to be an additional 11 points of damage plus his. He does 25 total damage to the clay golem in front. It's not down. It's not dead. But he just looks over at you. How are you doing, my dear friend? Hurting Uh, much? Nomu coughs up blood. He doesn't really say anything. All right. It is now Adyar's turn. I got one HP. Oh! (laughs) Oh God! You still those grunts? No move. Those grunts weren't decoration. <laughs> oh, it means I got one HP. <laughs> Why are you always dying, bro? Cause they don't miss. He doesn't have any constitution. His con is a a plus zero to his modifier. There's no uh, HP. <laughs> Adr, what are you doing? You have that clay golem that just hit you right in front of you and Damien. Uh, I want to get this guy off of me but I actually want to protect Damien at the same time. So I might just have to sit here and take it. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm going to use... Uh, actually, something I haven't used in forever. Where is it at? Taunt. Command, uh, compel duel. Okay. Uh, makes a wisdom saving throw. It needs to beat uh, 15. Sure. Oh, God, I rolled a nat 20. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so nothing happens. Okay. Uh, that was a bonus action, though, so... Oh, I rolled a nat 20, he says. I did. <laughs> it was flashing. <laughs> I used that that exact die. Rob knows what die I'm talking Throw about. Throw that yeah, die away. <laughs> Why'd they give that to you? thing is evil. It's serious. <laughs> evil. It's called the monster die for a reason. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> and for my action, I shall use... Shield of Faith on Damien. It gives her plus two AC. Okay, plus two hey. Damien's AC. All right, with that, Damien is now your turn. What are you doing? You feel yourself feel a little bit more agile with more with more magical armor on you? Yeah, I'm just going to protect my homie. We're cool today. <laughs> Real cool. So, yeah, let me just, you know, continue to attack this hole until he's defeated. All right, you have an advantage. 13, unfortunately, is not enough. Actually, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 13 is enough. I'm sorry. It is enough. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you'll deal uh, 11 points of damage plus your five sneak attack for 16 total damage. You're able to pierce the clay golem in the, in the gut. As you pierce it, the magic bursts, and you see more clay fling off of it. It's not dead, but you did a decent amount of damage to it. It is hurt. Anything else from you, Damien? Um... 
Damn, I can't do that, can I? Okay, no, I can't. No, I will stay here. Uh, who wants advantage on their next attack? Uh, I won't be attacked. No, Mel. He needs advantage on something. True, he's down. Um, I'm going to try to heal. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah, okay. I got a potion. I got three potions, actually. Um, am I going to leave my safe haven I've created over here with Ediard? <laughs> I mean, can, uh, Cameron can heal you, right? He could. All right. Well, I'm going to stay where it's safe. All right. That's what Chad would do. Chad. Da- da- Damien ain't scared. <laughs> but, but Chad has priorities. All right. If that's the case, Isundra, it is now your turn. You've just teleported across the platform to a second yes. one. What are you doing? And I was invisible, I guess. So, we come over here. What did I just do? Token settings. How did I do that? Okay. I have no idea how I did that. Okay. We can Press hit buttons. all these. I'm like an old person. <laughs> I don't know how I got from my email to system settings. All right. That's a, that's a gap. <laughs> <laughs> that's how old people be, bro. I'm going to Eldritch. Uh, the, okay, so Nomu has two around him. The one yes. that is on the other platform kind of near Yaito, and then the one that is directly in front of Nomu on the bridge. The one that is um, not directly in front of Nomu, that one's more hurt, right? Yes. Right, I'm going to Eldritch Blast him. So I get two beams, So, but first yes. I just want to hit him. Yeah, oh, the first out of class. Six. It will hit for six damage. But he's still alive, right? Yes. Fuck. But it did shatter. I fucked up. Oh, well. It's too right, late now, sec- boys. The second one will also deal damage. You deal a total of 20 damage altogether. And as you blast the back of that clay golem, you see part of its back where the spine would be explode. And there's a giant circle in the center of it, still up, but oh my the god, clay is not reforming. Just a giant circle. It's kind of like falling apart. Slowly. Ryan, no one's gonna die. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> wow, <laughs> I'm trying to help him. All right, anything else from the bonus action wise? No, I don't really get a lot of bonus action stuff. I don't think. All right, if there's no. uh, nothing, then Nomu, you are up. You are really hurt. Camros is next to you, but you're still surrounded by two. Camros shove a potion in his mouth. Nomu uh, puts two fingers up and touches his breath and takes a deep breath. When he exhales, you see this blue smoke. He's going to do a second wind. Okay. He's going to regain some of that HP back. Bam! 12 HP. Okay. So now I'm at 13 HP. <laughs> okay. Let's go ahead and add that right back in there. Um, action surge. <laughs> and he's going to whoop that ass on uh, this guy here. Okay. The one right in front of you. Yep. For uh, being in Nomu's personal space. So he's going to swing righteously. All right. So that will hit for 26. <laughs> All right. For eight points of damage, you're able to deal. It does not kill it. You have a oh. second attack. Yep. And he's going for it. Extra attack will not hit, unfortunately. Not with a 12. You need a 13. Damn. So you're able, to cut, such. you're able to cut into the clay golem, dealing eight points of damage. It's still fairly healthy. 
and she's standing there in front of you, just Canvas looks at you. Not bad, my friend. Not bad. We'll get this in the next in the next couple of seconds. Trust me. Let's do this. All right. Do you make any movements, Nomu? Because it's now their turn. If you don't, um, oh boy. If I move, I'll just get a attack of opportunity. Yes. So, uh, no. Okay. <laughs> so the one right in front of you, it swings both of its massive arms, one down at you and one down at Camaros. No, I'll go ahead and roll Perry. for uh, Camaros first. I rolled a seven. So that's plus its attributes. Not going to hit Camaros. You see Camaros kind of just dodges to the side. Whoa, whoa, now. Too slow for me. <laughs> Second one, I rolled a 16. Does that hit you? Who parries? Okay. So you're able to slightly dodge that second arm get the shot here the one that's right next to you in the water it completely comes out and as it comes out it kind of like like a glob jumps out from out the water onto yaito with both of its arms and it slams down with two attacks and both will hit yaito and yaito will be taking let's see here it's six or ten plus oh god Plus uh, 14. So Yaito takes 22 points of damage. Oh! And you can just see the clay golem that jives out of the water, lands onto Yaito with both of his large fists, and it just punches him down into the ground uh, for 22 points of damage. Did you say he jives out of the water? He dives kind of like <laughs> He out. comes dancing out. He's like, what up? Damn, I get myself. <laughs> and the one in front of ADR and Damien, again, they're not too smart. It just swings both of its arms again down at both of you. Eddie R. Uh, oh, that's a 22. It misses. Okay. And Damien, I rolled a 19. Disadvantage. Well, what's your energy, Damien, with the plus two I give you? 20. Oh, don't need to worry about that then. <laughs> All right. So it misses both of you. Perfect. It is now uh, Yaito's turn. He just fucking took a beating. So as he drops to the floor, he's, he's prone. He just shoots up two firebirds up at the golem that's in front of him for, let's see here. They both hit. They both hit. So for uh, eight points of fire damage. And as he does so, he burns the two eye sockets that are in the golem's face as the firebirds burst out from the other side of its head. And the golem just drops into a muddy pile on top of Yaito. And he's just like, oh my goodness. It's just disgusting. And he's able to kill it. And he's going to use half of his movement to stand back up. And it is now Edyar's turn. Okay. I am going to... Uh, the one thing I gave Damien is continuous. It's a uh, concentration. So I will just do inflict wounds because I want to see if this does anything. So we'll just do a level one inflict wounds. Sure. Uh, roll to hit. Alright, 19 will hit. And what kind of damage is inflict wounds? Is it uh, a specific type of damage? Necrotic. So. Necro okay, it's necrotic damage. Alright, so let me double check. Uh, go ahead and roll your damage. 19 points of necrotic damage. And as you cast inflict wounds, you notice that the clay this necrotic energy aura begins to form around the clay. It is not immune to necrotic. You're able to deal 19 points of damage. And as the necrotic damage begins to move up its left arm, it begins to flake off and harden the clay to where the water within it hardens to a point where the left arm falls off. Nice. 
Uh, <laughs> that's all I have to say. <laughs> nice. Um, after that, I will. How far away? I don't think I can heal that far. Let's see. How far Nomu is to me? 45? How far can I heal? Depending on what spell you are. Some spells you have to touch someone, but... It's the, the distance heal. Just gotta see what level it is. I should be fine so long as I don't get touched again. Ooh, 60 feet. I can't heal you. Okay. Uh, So, I'll cast sets at level 3. So, be... 3d4 plus 7. Or, spell isn't Yeah. Yeah, 3d4 plus 7. Alright. So... Now remember, this is a dungeon, quote unquote. So you keep track of your spell slots because you probably, yeah. you know, you you're gonna want to make sure you keep track of that. It's, uh, a dungeon you kind of have to rush in the night. So you heal Nomu for eleven points of damage. Awesome. All right. All right. Cool. Thank Damien, you. it is now your turn, Damien. You <laughs> see the left arm just crumble off of the clay golem in front of you, but it's still up. Just only has one arm now. <laughs> it's kind of annoying to only have one weapon that works. Uh, wait, my rapier, since it's silvered, that's not considered magic, or is it? It's silvered. Oh. Yeah, it's silvered technically isn't considered magic. It just harms lycanthropy. Okay. Things that are like werewolves and stuff. Oh, shit. I'm just going to stay on this motherfucker and hope that he dies. Oh, dang, I think I didn't hit. No, for the 12, even with advantage, 12 and 9, you need a 13. You're not able to hit it. Jesus. Um, yeah. Guess that ends my turn. Okay. Unless so you attempt giving to... no move advantage. All right. Reasons. So oh, you yes. attempt to pierce the clay golem with your short sort of Philip's kiss, but it's able to dodge you just in the nick of time. Uh, it is now your turn. You have two golems left, one on each bridge. There's only two bridges. What are you doing? Uh, I'm gonna just, mm, I'm gonna Eldritch Blast the one that is in front of Ediar first. Okay, the one that has one arm here. Mm. All right, so uh, you won't hit with the first one, with only the 10. Rude. The 17 will hit. 12. 12 points of damage. Nice. You shoot your Eldritch Blast into the back of the clay golem. How do you kill it? Uh, well, it's cl- <laughs> like that you just deleted it. It was like deleted. <laughs> um, <laughs> pop, it's gone. Um, so Eldritch Blast is going to go into his back and explode and throw clay all over the water. Damn. Okay. You see clumps of clay just fall into the sewage waste. And Nasty. Eddie R. Damien, you get some of that clay on of you. On you. <laughs> Sorry. All right, you can still move. What are you doing? Move, um, move. I mean, I'm chill where I'm at. Okay. I was gonna try to like split my blast up in between both of them, but I missed. So sorry. All right, Nomu, it is now your turn. There's one Man. clay golem left. <clears throat> Man, I get myself so much a waste of the action surge. It was supposed to be only. It was only a bonus action that uh the second win, and I was supposed to reroll a two. So we ain't gonna get ourselves no more. <laughs> we ain't doing that no more. So he's gonna go for his limit break. <laughs> he ain't doing braver. No, 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 no. Bravest. 
hops in the air, cleaves down All with right. the righteous great sword. Fifteen hits. He's going for that damage. That sweet, sweet, sweet. Sweet damage that keeps him alive. He's going to re-roll that too. All right. It turns into a three. All right. <laughs> so 13 points of damage. You take and, a great sword and you cut into it with 13. It's still up. And you then have a he's, attack. he charges that sword up and goes for a fat side arc swing. Fat, man. <laughs> for 16, that will hit. Yeah. He's going to repeat the process. How's that? He's going to re-roll one of those ones. Okay. So seven points. All right. Seven. So that'll be a seven plus four. So 11 points of damage. All right. So you take the great sword and you deal seven more points of damage. And you're able to cut into it, cutting one of its arms off of it. And it goes flying into the sewage water. Do you make any movements? Um, no. You need that arm anyway. All right. The clay golem is and it begins to raise its arm and it tries to slam down as his last resort, attempting to hit either you or Camaros. I'll make a random roll. If I roll a one and two, it'll be you, Camaros. Three and four will be uh, Nomu. I rolled a two, so it's going to attempt to hit Camaros. So, oh, that's a 19. That will hit Camaros. Camaros oh. will take. Uh, 14 points of damage. So Camros, he attempts to avoid the arm, but it hits him, almost knocking him off of the ledge. And I'm, I'm going to make a deck save for him. He makes a hide save. So he's able to catch himself. He doesn't fall into the water, but he, he goes, oh, that hurt. And he's still up, though, but that's all it can do. Yaito's turn. He's going to run over here towards the edge of the platform where he can see the clay golem. And he's going to shoot some firebirds and he has two of them now since he did gain a level both will hit yeah and he'll deal a total of t- two points of fire damage <laughs> <laughs> roll the lowest i could Damn. two points he's not able to kill it but he does two damage to it he goes oh my goodness i did my best <laughs> the attempt was made <laughs> edr it is now your turn ADR stands up, turns to the remaining golem, and screams, Sacred Flame! Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> All right. Uh, deck saving throw. Oh, okay. I rolled a 17. That beats my spell save DC. Uh, Does it take half damage? It takes no damage. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so, well, that was underwhelming. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Mike Hunt. Who's next? <laughs> Mike Hunt. Who's next? All right. Are you going to make any movements or are you going to stay there? Stay here. All right. Damien, it is now your turn. Mm. I've been waiting a whole time to do this shit. Uh... So clearly I'm pointing at this guy here across from me. And uh... Oh, you're javelin. Yes. All right. So you throw your javelin for six. Unfortunately, it does not hit. Oh, well, you, have you, have advan- you have advantage, but it's still only. Oh, it's a, yeah, you have to make a DC. Oh, it's it's the, a... that's right. That's right. It's DC save. I keep forgetting. I have to beat what again? 13. 13. All right. I rolled an eight. It failed. Nice. For nine points of lightning damage, your javelin thrusts 
across the sewage water into the second bridge and it strikes the golem in the side of the head. How do you kill it? Touch your bum with some pro power. I go over there. Baby, <laughs> from here. You see that bike hunt? I got your back too. He slaps his, he slaps the back of his head, expecting a drink. Good fight. We're good as a team sometimes. Sometimes. So the last clay golem, it falls apart into mud and it just drips off the side of the bridge into the sewage water. And as the party looks around, that was the last clay golem. The man that you knocked out is still unconscious. Camros is looking around and he just kind of just claps his hands together like he was dusting it off. Well, not too bad. Not too shabby. That was a... That was kind of rough, and this was just the entrance of the damn place. I hope there's nothing like that further up. Yeah, I hope so. I yeah, that would be horrible. Well, well, let's get going. We don't have much. We don't have all night. Uh, you want to tie that guy up over there? Make sure he doesn't get up. Or what do you want to do? I'll cut his. Yeah, tongue. yeah, yeah, yeah. I got him. As yeah, I'm, yeah, I can tie him up. As I'm tying him up, I'm also running his pockets. <laughs> all right, you run his lab coat pockets, and he has a uh, five gold, five gold coins on his person Broke and he it. he also has a little uh tiny looks like a pocket watch oh <laughs> i'm like over know? capacity and all the shit i'm carrying so somebody hold this for me and it's not yours don't give it to cameras yeah cat come hold this ah what is it doesn't something, have any keys or anything on it something no shiny keys. it is shiny hand it here protect it with your life Huh? What do you say? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the man is unconscious. He does not wake up, and that leaves you guys to just the sound of the water falling from the basement up above into the stream that leads out of the sewage tunnel. And Canvas is looking around, and he points at the stairs uh, to the north of all of you across the bridges. Over there! Those stairs, they lead up, I'm assuming, to the basement. Let's get going now. Is everyone okay? I mean, do we have to heal or anything? Oh, yeah. Uh, no, no. Yeah. I should be fine. Yeah, Are you so, okay, Camaros? Camaros yeah. goes, oh, it did do damage to me. It did hurt, but I'm okay. Uh, on the other hand, I think we should get going. Uh, Yaito's like, holds a finger up. Wait for one moment. He's breathing very heavily. He's like kneeling forward. Yaito's yeah, like, please. His hands are on his <laughs> knees. Oh, it hurts me very bad. I need to take potion. He's going to drink a potion. <laughs> yeah, no one's going to do the same. Just uh, to be on the safe side. Yeah, so heals for uh, nine points of HP. Potion healing is like, uh, what, 2d4 plus... 2d4, what? it's 2d4 plus two for a standard potion. 2d4 plus two, okay. Yeah. Um, healing is 44 plus four, right? Or greater? Yes, 44 plus four. I'm also going to take a regular potion. All right. Did everyone get hit this, oh, yes. this match? Yes. All right, so everyone got hit. Okay. Yeah, two, what is it? Two, two, two D4. D4 plus two. Yeah, 2D4 plus two for a standard healing potion. Yeah, I'm yeah, just going to do that. I might take two of them. All right, I'm back at 33. All right. Five, six, seven. Okay, that's almost All full right. health. So once everyone takes a potion, Canvas quickly runs up towards the stairs, and he just goes, shh, there might be some people up these stairs. I don't know. Good thing it's loud as hell down here. There's no way they heard the commotion. Uh, I'll lead the way. Just follow me, and hopefully there's not any other mortals up there that we have to knock out. I'm hoping that I'm ho really hoping there's no more clay golems. Those things are a bitch. 
And with that, I'm going to reveal the next map. But with also with this being the end of the battle, we'll go ahead and say this is the end of this episode of Taverns and Caverns, everyone. Wow. Let me go ahead and reveal the next map just to show you. I want to show you guys the maps I've been working on. He's so excited about his map, you guys. Thanks again, everyone, for listening to another episode of Taverns and Caverns. This is your dungeon master, Ryan, at HaphazardDM on Twitter. That's where you can find me. And you can also follow some of our other players. Hi, everybody. I'm Felicia. I play Sundra, and you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Dagger Tribal. And I'm Bri. I play Damien and Desiree. You can follow me at Blaze underscore NBK on Twitter. That's my new name. And Instagram is just Blaze NBK, no space. I'm Julian, uh, also playing Eddie R. You can follow me at JWPlay0 on Twitter or JWPlay0 on YouTube. I'm Robert Jones, and I don't have social media, but I am on YouTube. You can find me at TrueBone, that's T-R-U, Bone. I make simple videos by putting video games to movies. All right, awesome. Blood and bone. That's all I thought about. <laughs> That's our players. Again, thank you for listening. And you can follow us again on Twitter at Taverns Caverns. Cool. And that's it. See you guys next time. All right. Yeah.